Thanks for joining us and supporting Vikido Fitness. We ask for your continued support by becoming an It's All About Health and Fitness premium member. Go to www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join. Again, that's www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join and register for a $6 monthly subscription. And remember, keep listening, sharing, and checking us out. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about hot topics and research articles. Our topic today is, what's new? Hot topics number 50. The mysterious vaping illness is becoming an epidemic. The CDC warns to not use bootleg or street vaping products. Weight loss surgery may reduce heart risk in people with type 2 diabetes. Whole grains, what are they and why are they important? Adults should consume three servings of whole grains a day. But according to the CDC, we are falling short on that order. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now, here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks-Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood-Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks-Bright. Hi, Vicki. How are you? I am fine. Happy post-Labor Day. Yes. We just had a good time talking yeah. and, and just being relaxed yeah. in this nice, beautiful Catching day. Catching up, it is a beautiful day. I know. It's really nice. That's yeah. good, right? Yeah, it is good. Yeah, there's hardly a few clouds in the sky, but it's just nice weather, warm. I know. Not too warm. Yes, it's not, not humid. No. Mm-mm. So we no, need to good. we need to put this in our I book. Oh. Because that doesn't happen all the time where no, it's perfect. No. It's well, we, perfect, we've right? Our, we've had our share of rain for the summer, so maybe we're going to have a few days of this. It rained an awful lot. I think so. Too much, yeah, right? Way too much. Yeah. So way too much. But I'm glad that you're here. Yes. And yes. we are in the hot seat once yes, again, right? We are, yes. All right. Now, today we talk about research articles and hot topics that we think are worth looking at and talking about. Our topic today is what's new? Hot topics number 50. Can you believe it's number 50? Oh, I was looking at that. 50. Yes, yes. We want to encourage everyone. Make sure you go to our resources page, www.vikidofitness.com forward slash resources. There you will find products, services that will be helpful to you as you embrace a life of health and fitness. And we have a variety of items on our resources list. We keep adding, oh, which nice. is cool. Yeah. And so we want you to check that out. Check our resources page out and try Make sure you check out our Sun Basket. Sun Basket is a healthy meal delivery service. They offer organic and sustainable ingredients and easy recipes that are delivered to your door weekly 
or however. Some people order bi-weekly mm-hmm. or what have you. And you can choose from 12 healthy, delicious recipes each week, including paleo, lean and clean, gluten-free, vegetarian, and family options. They also have the Mediterranean. That's what I have. So mm-hmm. I'm hooked on the. I said, you know. I said a long time ago, let me try it. But now I'm hooked on it. That's all we have. And it was so funny when Nate took out the trash the other day. We had all these sun basket empty oh, wow. cardboard boxes. He okay. said, mm, I guess people can pass and know that we're doing sun basket. And I said, yeah, but here's the thing. A lot of people don't know about sun baskets, no, right. so they that's wouldn't true. know. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, I am hooked on it. And, you know, I always have loved to cook because y'all know, you know, I be putting my foot in it. Oh, right? you do. Definitely I put do. put my foot in you it. do. But sometimes it can be, you know, it can be a hassle. Getting my sun basket weekly, it has made cooking hassle free, especially when I have days. You know how I have some days like tomorrow. Speaking of which, I'll be doing a master dance class once again at Kent State. Wow. At the beginning of the year, we always do okay. a big master dance class. Uh-huh. So the class will be sort of in the late afternoon, evening. So uh-huh. I know once we get through, you know, eating and I'm meeting folks from Columbus and this and that, and then people go on their way, I won't really get home until mm-hmm. really late. No, that's true. But if something hasn't been cooked, it's so cool. I can just, they put it in paper bags. Uh-huh. I can pull out my whatever it is from Sun Basket, the uh, recipe, and it's so easy to follow. And it, it, it doesn't take more than 25 minutes, some oh, 30 minutes. Great. Yes. That's great. I'm going to have to get on the bandwagon. Yes. So it's great. And they always have prices going on, like uh-huh. 70% off or oh, this and that. They always good. have stuff going on. Good, good, good. I love it. So I tell and admonish everybody, make sure you go get Sun Basket, mm-hmm. try it. And now we also have Reeboks on there. You know, we love Reebok, right? I've been a Reebok fan. And it started out as for what? Sports, fitness, and Mm -hmm. women's categories. Mm -hmm. But now it's a family affair. You can do women, men, kids, you know, all of the things you can get these sports and fitness apparel. Lifestyle products is what they call it. I love their shoes. I got their CrossFit Nano 8. It has this flex weave. It's very comfortable and oh, it's good. good for most especially if you're doing weight training because mm-hmm. you got that that flat sole for your shoes. You can put your athonics in it, all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. It's good. Yeah, I like their exercise clothes. I mm-hmm. bought those for a number of years. I used to buy Reebok shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have really good running shoes yeah. and all that stuff mm-hmm. too. Walking. Because mm-hmm. they really started out with the whole walking mm-hmm. and aerobics. That's exactly right. Yeah, yep, so yeah, they exactly still right. yeah, they yep. theirs is really nice, yep. really nice. And so yeah, check that out. They're comfortable and affordable. So check out Reebok. Now, guess what, guys? We just added Spanx to our wow. resources page. You know, we like to keep it tight and right. Wow. You might need some help there. My goodness. We got it for you. All we got right. it. <laughs> Good. We got you covered. It's a great story of how it started. This oh, big time. Yes. Just, you know, what was it, her name? Sarah Blakely. Uh-huh. It multiplied and divided to a, like a billion dollar company. Yeah. So she them. has a lot yes. of stuff now. It's a lifestyle brand offering both innerwear solutions and figure flattering 
outerwear. Yeah. So they got a lot of stuff, um, shapewear, bras, undies, leggings, all that active think, wear now. I think Oprah was one of the ones that brought her to yes, she did. Everybody. Yes, she yeah. did. She brought on her show. You know, whatever, whatever Oprah touched turned to gold. Yeah, it was the Oprah so, effect, right? Yeah, the Oprah effect. Definitely check out Spanx on our website. And we got plenty of other stuff. We can sit and talk about it all day. Those are just some of the products and services that we have on our resources page. So make sure you go www.vikidofitness.com forward slash resources and make sure you go today and take a look. And remember that when you use all our, our affiliate links to buy any of the products and services on this page, you are supporting us here at Vicky Doe Fitness. And as always, YD, we want to thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you for your support. I'm chuckling here about this. Because yes. I guess I passed your house and I haven't seen the painters. Yeah, that's the point. I, I ain't I'm seen not. them either. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Look, that's the problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I, I was looking at this and I was like, I know I passed your house several times and since I've been back from this weekend. I'm like, I don't see anybody. No trucks out there. No painting. Anything. No uh, painting. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> now, this, this project. Are they missing in action? They're missing in action. Wow. Now, I did say when they came and were doing all these estimates, I said, okay. Okay, yeah, we'll be done in a week. I said, mm-hmm, I'm yeah. sure. Because the house is deceiving. Yeah. yeah. That's why I told them, yeah. no, don't yeah. be deceived. Yeah. It's a lot of little windows. It's yeah. a lot of stuff and so forth. Nooks and crannies and crevices and stuff yes, like that. Yes, you're going to be here for a minute. Yeah, you're going to be here for a minute. But yeah. I didn't know it was going to be a month or so. <laughs> <laughs> they could have painted Noah's Ark by then. <laughs> mm. we'll, we'll see. But it's not like they do too bad. Right. I mean, you know, the You've stuff. You've had that, them before? The stuff, no. Oh. Uh, what's so cool about these guys? They're, they're older, retired guys. Mm -hmm. So they just, you know, chilling, oh. doing the stuff. Because one of our neighbors is uh, having her house painted. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's so cool about them, which I do like, mm -hmm. with them being on the roof and on the gutter and mm -hmm. on the stuff, they can tell me, okay, well, you know what? You need to call somebody for this and that. Right. So that's a good right. thing that they're right, doing. Right, right, right. That's when a they good come. thing. Yeah, when, when they, they come. <laughs> I ain't seen them for about, sure. <laughs> about four days. I was going to say, I'm going to in front of your house. I'm going to have to uh, call out some uh, I guess. search party. <laughs> you guys are MIA. That's it. That's mm -hmm. it. But yeah, so I just chill for mm -hmm. Labor Day. I, I have Netflix, but I never get a chance to really look at I it. Know. But I loved, I have always loved Dave Chappelle. Mm. Always loved him. My because kids loved him. Yeah, because he's always been on the cutting yes, edge and, that's true and then yeah even though he he says some stuff mm -hmm. when you really think about it i mean it's so true mm -hmm. it's so true and so that's true he has a new one that's called i think it's called what sticks and stones mm -hmm. that dropped mm -hmm. on netflix just and I, this past week yes yeah. and i watched it oh my I'm god sorry. it was so funny uh, but it was so true yeah a lot of the stuff is so true and it's his perspective mm -hmm. and it's his perspective mm -hmm. but you know, you know how folks do. It's a lot of controversy. Oh, you know, yeah. folks don't like what right. he was saying right. and this and that. But, you know, I always said, you know, now, Dave Chappelle, that's that's a different kind of comedian because 
he left his show and left the country and left he the sure life. Did. So he doesn't care about what people think. Millions or, of dollars. On the table. He left it on the table. Millions of dollars. So he, you know, him coming back is cool. And I agree. he doesn't really care. Uh-uh. He gonna no, say it what it is exactly. and, and be free to do what he because you know he hey, wasn't gonna be controlled by anybody. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said you know yeah they mad and stuff, mm-hmm. but you know what? I am sure that he does not care. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He, he did what he wanted mm-hmm. to do, and yeah, good for him. Good for him. Right. Good for him. I was doing some binge watching. All right. Of Netflix right. And, and, and catching nice. up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's what I did. So I just chill. And then you know what Nate did. He was working hard at I the hospital. I saw him at the hospital. He was working hard. Hard. I was like, oh, my goodness. Those nephrology doctors are very, very busy. They've got all the dialysis that they have to do mm. with the patients. And then they get called. Sometimes we think we get called for little picayune concerts. So they get coming I mean, there. How many electrolytes? Five or six or seven, and they may get five or six consults for each electrolyte. Like sodium's elevated, potassium's elevated, mm. or the kidney function slightly elevated. And even if it's only elevated zero point one tenths of a point, somebody's calling them to do a consult. Mm-hmm. So you know they're busy. They're busy, mm-hmm. and so that's okay. I just and chill. even though there are that many groups over there, his group is the oldest and, and the most, you know, busy, busy, yeah, big yeah. time, yeah, big the time. most busy. So yeah, it's a lot of sick folk. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. It's right? true. A lot of sick people. It's true. Mm-hmm. And the hospital that we work at, mm-hmm. you know, uh, unfortunately, people don't take care of themselves, so they come in the hospital and yeah, I know they need our help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there it yeah, is, there right? It is. There it is. So how was your week? I well, know you had a great I time. I went to Chicago to visit our friends. Who's He's been on our show. He wants to come back. Good, good, Dr. good. Dr. Raymond Wynn and his lovely wife, Allison Wynn. It was great. Um, Saturday night, we went to the jazz, Chicago Jazz Festival. Yes, it's and always And it was great. wonderful in mm. Millennium Park and got to see the musician that we went to see was Christian McBride, okay, bassist, and afterwards because we were we were with his the guy who is the his manager, okay, who was staying with us, and his wife was the manager of Sean Jones. I got the VIP treatment, got to meet Good. Christian McBride. He oh, that's nice. A, signed an album, I mean a CD, mm-hmm. and then got interviewed a little bit by Mark Ruffin, who is the main guy who runs Sirius XM Jazz. Okay, and so that was fun. The weather was perfect, uh-huh. and then on Sunday they gave a very nice party at their home in Burridge. So Uh all in all, it was great. You know, the weather just held up. um, And, you know, Chicago can be kind of iffy. Yes, yes. So a good time was had by all. But then I had to come back and work. That's where I saw your honey suite on Labor Day. Mm -hmm. I walked in. I was like, and I didn't get in until late. So I I was rounding until late on Labor Day. But, you know, it's like, why am I working on Labor Day? But then when I saw your honey suite, I was like, well, I'm not alone. (laughs) (laughs) There's somebody out here in the trenches with me. Yes, yes. It it just lets you know, man, September's here. Yeah, yeah, school's so 2019 in. almost through and then what what i noticed mm-hmm. now more because i set my alarm for 6 6 45 mm-hmm. it's dark it is it is it's dark i know fall will be here in a oh, second yeah fall oh, will yeah, be I don't here know when daylight second. savings time stops or whatever but it's over as they say it is over, over. i yeah. know so what is going on this week everything vicky everything well you know september is here 
and it is National Childhood Obesity Awareness Month. This is supported by the National Center for Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion. And as we know, according to the CDC, about one in five, that's 19% children in the United States has obesity. Certain groups of children are more affected than others. We know that, right? Mm -hmm. African-American children and Latino and so forth. And so National Childhood Obesity Awareness Month provides a chance for all of us to learn more about this serious health condition and try to develop ways that we can help fight this health condition so that our children can have health and well-being. Childhood obesity puts kids at risk for health problems that were once seen only in adults, but now... Children are getting yes, type 2 diabetes. That's right. And that statistic of one in five, I would leap out there and say it might, I, I, it might be one in three now. Right? Right. My observation is that it's an epidemic. Yes, yes. I, epidemic. I truly believe it's that. epidemic. Just go to the mall and sit. I know. And watch. I know. But yeah, they have um, getting these problems, these health problems mm-hmm. early, even mm-hmm. high blood pressure, mm-hmm. even heart disease. But there is good news. Childhood obesity can be prevented and we can work together to create opportunities mm-hmm. for kids to eat healthier and get more active. And I always say, yeah, we can use this month to raise awareness about the obesity epidemic, but we can also help people find a solution. I always say it is opportunity missed. When we don't talk about health and wellness and have these healthy nutrition, have wellness in our schools. Right. I agree. It's a missed opportunity. Because they spend, children spend a lot of their time in the school setting. Yes, they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. Don't you think? So it's, it's, and I thought you were going to say also too, Mm -hmm. it's got to be a family thing. It's got to be the the parents have to buy into that commitment to remedy the childhood obesity problem. Yes. You know, it's a, today as a working parents, you know, it's so easy to go run and get fast food. Right. So easy not to prepare like you were talking about. You know, preparing your foods yes. with a sun basket. Mm-hmm. You know, parents get, and I've been guilty myself of being lazy and stuff like that. But you see, the the ramifications is, like you said, and it's true. These kids are getting a type two diabetes, which lends itself to all the diseases that you see in adults. I know. Yeah, and that's terrible. It can is. you can you imagine dealing yeah. with that early, yeah. all the way yeah. until? You know, you're older. Their life expectancy is going to be shortened. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. I think that every time we talk about this health awareness for our kids, I think we need to really be serious about I this. I do, too. I think we need I to be serious. Do too. Because it doesn't seem like it's slowing down. And I, I told you, it, that statistic that you read, I told you, it's about one in three. And mm. I mean, you know, we're creating a society of kids that don't go out and play anymore. They sit around as video, television, you know, all that other stuff. So there's no incentive to you're taking in more calories than you burn off. Right. It's a simple formula. Mm-hmm. So the kids are not being at they're not active today. And phys ed has been cut. Right. You know, we all had to take physical education. That's right. been cut in a lot of schools. And I'm not mad about the STEM and STEAM programs, but it's been cut in favor, I think, of some of the STEM and STEAM programs. Right. But so you can you can you can incorporate. You can. Yes. Yes, yes you can. Yes, yes you can. Yes. So we want you guys out there to help 
spread the awareness about childhood obesity and go to www.healthfinder.gov to find out more information and get a toolkit that they offer, which are full of ideas to help you take action today. That's great. Well, we got the Cleveland oh, Browns. Dale Beckham. Yeah. Came into Youngstown yesterday. Came into Youngstown yeah. for their football team. Mm-hmm. Well, he Chaining. surprised them. They were at the, they practiced in the um, Cleveland Browns facility. Uh-huh. And he surprised them and gave them. I didn't know that that a hundred pairs. I just kind of eyeballed it, and I didn't realize that he had passed out some shoes. Yes, good. He gave over a hundred pairs of his signature shoes. That's good. The Nike Air Max Seven Twenties. Odell, I'm happy that you're doing all of this. Okay, (laughs) that's great. Okay. But we need to see some wins. That's it. Okay, all this grandstanding and all that. I'm happy that you're doing this for the teams, but we need to see some wins. For the Chinese We people. would like to see a <laughs> Super Bowl ring on your finger. That's it. That's right. it. It might happen. Because I just bought I bought a Browns T-shirt last week that had Beckham on, this, on the thing. So I don't want to be wearing the T-shirt of a loser. <laughs> all right, Odell, if you're out there, we need some wins. That's it. But we're glad. I mean, That's that great. he's surprised the how team. How great for the kids. Yes, yeah, they loved the it. So That's we great. that was the talk of the yeah. news here yeah, yeah, in Youngstown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. What do you think about this? You know, I, with the I, Walmart. Put, I put on Facebook, I said, you know, you, you got to give some credit where credit is due. I mean, they're the largest, I think, one of the, if not the largest retailer. I mean, I know they they have supported, you know, I, I think gun rights, obviously, in the past. they've And they, that family is a billionaire family. But they have, uh, they, they came out yesterday asking customers not to display their firearms in stores located in open carry states, mm-hmm. becoming the latest chain to do that. But didn't they, aren't they going to stop carrying ammunition and stop selling some of that stuff in their some stores? Some of it. They are doing it. Kroger's, they're also following the lead yeah. of Walmart by at least telling people not, to, you know, they can't openly carry their right. firearms in the stores. They too, some of these guys are, you know, not selling ammunition yeah. for some of these high-powered rifles except I think so I think that I, that's what I also read too that they're mm-hmm. not because that was a big thing too is that you mm-hmm. got to put your money you know I left the Today Show this morning so I didn't get to hear it but the NRA has come out of course you know of they're coming so, out yes. swinging yes yes they're coming out swinging so um, it's going to be interesting to see how this falls out but I, I just you know I mean a lot of people have a lot of negative things to say about Walmart they don't pay their employees they don't the, the insurance and all of that kind of blah 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 but you know they're they're making some kind of stand now if Something. you took that because they're trying you, to do tougher you, background yeah, laws. Yeah, and if you multiplied that by, let's mm-hmm. just say, 100 companies came up and did that, it would be a, a significant, make some kind of dent, because we've got to just got to stop. It's crazy. I know. You know. But we'll see. We'll they're see trying to. Out. Yeah, because Kroger, they're saying that they're, yeah, they're asking their customers to no longer carry the, openly carry their firearms in the store. Right. But they're also joining with um, Walmart and they're trying to encourage the uh, leaders out there to pass laws that will strengthen the background checks. They should. Mm. 
We'll see. But you know, it's just, and I, and this is not any secret. It, it happened here in Youngstown. They found that young man who had like 10,000 rounds I of know. ammunition and all the guns and stuff like that. And you try to figure out, well, how would you pick up somebody like that? Because I don't think he would have had a big background. He was just a teenage kid. So it's not going to obviously be a fail-safe mechanism, but at least it'll be a start to put some kind of clamping. But right here in our own town. I know. And I think they picked him up because he said something on Facebook. Yes. You know? And then and our kids, both of our kids went to the Jewish Community Center School. I know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see we'll what see happens how it shakes with, out. with Walmart yeah. and yeah, we'll Kroger. Because, you out. know, the NRA, they're powerful Oh, now. big time. You know they're coming out swinging. Yes. So bloody. we'll see. So we'll see. Okay, well, hey, this is devastating. It's the hurricane again. Yes. It's that it's that season it at is. that time. It is. The rain devastated northern Bahamas. We had a, a young man and his his wife out there. I saw that. And then they were coming back. They had that. that stuff short. Yeah, I read the story. They were they were trying to get they called JetBlue and then they were trying to hustle to the airport and I guess they got the last plane out. Mm. Uh, but my friends, some of my best friends who live in Hilton Head, they have been evacuated. Oh wow. The Marines down in South Carolina, Paris Island, they've been evacuated. Wow. You know, people are telling you know, what I don't understand though are the some of the diehards that just say, I'm gonna hunker down and batten down the hatches and then they're calling for SOS for somebody to come and save them when those resources could be to trying to help the people that paid attention to do what they were supposed to do. You 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 remember the oh it, I know it happened with you know, it's ha- it, it happens, happens in with all every of them. stuff. Yeah, it happens with all of with them. Fire, yes. With fires, with um, tornadoes. People tell them to get with, out, and they're like, "No, I'm going to stay here at home." Yeah. So I'm sure they had people like that. And I'm sure if the hurricane hits, God forbid, that you're going to see people that decided they didn't want to leave. They wanted to stay with their animals when they could have taken their animals with them and say, I'm just going to protect my property. Well, you know, now somebody's got now my husband's got to get out of his bed. My firefighting husband or police husband or rescue husband's got to get out of his bed to go and save your butt. In this terrible weather. In this terrible weather and risk his life or her life. My wife has got to get out and get and do this. So it's terrible to risk lives of, of innocent people when you didn't pay attention to what you were supposed to do. I know, but it happens yeah. every time. Every time. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, so people were stranded on rooftops and swirling currents. The, the, the pictures are devastating. Oh, I know. In shelter uh, communications that were in ruins and basic infrastructure, including shelters, hospitals, and public buildings were all underwater. It looked like a tsunami. Yeah, but here's the thing. People are saying that this was the worst that they've ever seen in <clears throat> Bahamas. I, I saw that. So what does that mean? That means, I mean, we, we got to kind of listen up to this climate change Global thing. Global warming, climate change, yeah. I mean, it's no joke it's because the, the, they've the, ever seen. the storms are more powerful. Yeah, they are. And this storm was so powerful because it, you know how storms just come in quickly and uh-huh. and, and do their business and they're done. It no, hovered. This, this hovered and stayed and just enjoyed. It you know what they say? It did. It enjoyed. It did. It wore out its welcome. It did. It did. And you know what? It just started to move today. Yeah. yeah it just started to move today. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah, isn't it? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So our prayers go out to the people in the Bahamas and the, any of the people that are in that, because my folks live in North Carolina, you know, and who knows? Ooh, I know. It, it may come and it slip. What happens in North Carolina is that you may get more destruction out on the end, but people like my mother and my daughter and family, you get the 
influx of the rains and stuff like that yes, to come. Yes. You know, because a few years ago, they had another hurricane that came through past North Carolina. It was more destructive on the coast, but you still get that, that hovering mm. over coming up. You know, especially if it has a, a wide radius or, or circumference, mm-hmm. they get affected, too. So, mm. yes. And people were evacuating Savannah today, too. I have friends, yes, friends and family that. in Savannah. Savannah's. Yeah. So our prayers go out to them. Big time. I don't know why people kind of because you kind of want that beach life. But then when you think about all these storms in a minute, I'll we ain't going to. I know in a minute we're not going to have those. Good beautiful no. beach towns anymore. No. Like they talk about with the earthquakes that Las Vegas will be beachfront property when California breaks off. Right. You know, and so all these beaches, Hilton Head and all of them are just going to be washed away. I can see that in 100 years or so. They it won't, might they be won't, sooner than that. It could be sooner than that. It you might know, the, be sooner the than that. The Savannahs and the Charlestons and the Hilton Heads and all of that, the Outer Banks of North Carolina, they'll all be gone. Yeah, all be gone. That's terrible. Yeah. So we better listen. We better listen, right? Better listen. Every show we give a health tip, and our health tip, because school has started, we have five health tips to promote back-to-school success. And you can find this article written on Vicky Doe Fitness, written by Health Day News. And it says, healthy kids do better at school. Yes, they do. Something that parents need to think about as they prepare for a new academic year. And this was said by Dr. Robert Redfield. He's the director of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. He said, as a parent and grand grandparent. I know that back to school time is a busy time, yet I encourage parents and students to be mindful of some health essentials to add to your to-do list. And so he said, and this was said at a CDC news release, he says, getting a flu shot this fall, Mm -hmm. frequent hand washing, and staying active all contribute to a healthier and more productive academic year. And so let's look at it. Hand washing with soap and water is the best ways to remove germs. Imagine that. They found that out in 1849, (laughs) boys and girls. Yeah. So it's the best way, right, to remove germs, avoid illness, and prevent the spread of colds, flu, and other diseases to others. Students should wash their hands before eating, after using the toilet, and after blowing their nose, coughing, and sneezing. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Then there's healthy eating. We just talked about this mm-hmm. with childhood obesity, right? Yeah. Healthy eating and physical activity are also important. Most children consume nearly half their calories at school. Didn't I say school is the best place to reinforce healthy eating and physical activity. Exactly. So it's an important place to learn and participate and practice healthy eating habits. Physical activity can ease anxiety and help kids focus in school. Experts say that children should get at least, and that's what we say, 60 minutes of physical Mm -hmm. activity a day. Mm -hmm. They point out that nearly 20% of U.S. kids are obese. Mm Mm-hmm making them more likely to have health problems such as asthma. That's another one, too. Yeah. And high blood pressure and to be shunned, depressed and have low self-esteem because unfortunately, kids are terrible. They are to each other. They will be teasing and bullying. Yes. 
Vaccines, vaccinations are they're one of the most important ways to protect your child's health. Getting immunized also protects classmates, mm-hmm. friends, relatives, mm-hmm. and others in the community. Mm-hmm. There you go. And then you're going to talk more about this. Yes. Electronic this cigarettes. Perfect? Yeah, I'm going to talk, talk about that. Yep. Yeah. They are a growing problem among <laughs> the American youth. In 2018, more than 3.6 million young people, including one in five high school students and one in 20 middle school students, had vaped in the past month. The nicotine, the nicotine in the e-cigarettes can harm a um, youngster's developing brain, especially areas responsible for learning, memory, and attention. And so parents and and teachers should explain why e-cigarettes are harmful for kids and set an example by being tobacco-free. Schools should adopt tobacco-free school policies, and this includes the e-cigarettes. Right. So they're clamping down right. on those yep. e-cigarettes, yep. right? Well, I mean, it's another one of those things where you wonder when the manufacturers made those, if mm. they already know. I don't know. It might come out. Like the Just tobacco like the, industry. We were and talking then the about opioids. The opioids, right. We were talking about this last week. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Right? Who's benefiting? It's usually not us. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would be a no, right? No, that would be a negatory. So what's the latest, D? Well, in the last few weeks, I haven't had much to say about Ebola, but there's a new article that just came out in the New York Times from the Democratic Republic of Congo. The year-long Ebola outbreak in Democratic Republic of Congo has hit what officials are calling a milestone. More than 3,000 confirmed and probable cases and a death toll above 2,000. The outbreak, Congo's 10th, is the second worst epidemic of the virus on record. And it is also the first in the densely forested hillside provinces of North Kivu and Ituri, where militia-led violence and ethnic killing have undermined security in certain areas for decades. We've talked about that, how that's been a barrier to getting to people who have been infected. For the treatments to work, people need to trust them, and we've talked about this a lot, the medical staff who administer them. And one of the problems that they've been having is that, you know, the people who are coming to administer the medication and the vaccines and stuff have been killed. Health officials were working to arrange for, so there was a young girl who had tested positive for Ebola after crossing the border. This was in Uganda. She came from the Congo. Mm -hmm. The fourth case imported from Congo. Health officials were trying to arrange, she died, to arrange her body to be taken back home for burial. Her mother was to be put into isolation and also repatriated. The government data in Congo show Ebola deaths reaching 2,000 and cases numbering 3,000. Only the 2013, we were, we were broadcasting mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. 2013 to 16 Ebola outbreak in West Africa has been deadlier. So last week, the health organization voiced concerns about the widening geographic reach of the disease, but confirmed the virus had not gained a foothold in the major city of Goma, which is in the Democratic Republic of Congo, mm. where four cases were recorded in July and early August. 2,000 deaths means that there's a problem, said Timothy Bulaga, a Goma resident. We need to reach the point where we reject Ebola, say no, and eradicate it definitely. So they're still working on it, but clearly vaccinations have made a difference because we would have had way more deaths uh, associated with this disease um, because we wouldn't be talking about some who died and some who lived. I know, I know. They all died. So, no, we're making some progress. 
So that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. You have some other stuff. I we talk do. about this vaping thing. Yeah, this is interesting. So I didn't know what vaping was. So an 18-year-old showed up in a Long Island emergency room gasping for breath, vomiting, mm-hmm. and dizzy. Mm-hmm. When a doctor asked if the teenager had been vaping, uh-huh. he said no. The patient's older brother, who was suspicious, went home and found some stuff that showed that the young man had, in fact, been vaping. This Dr. Malati Prisada, who's chief pediatric pulmonologist at NYU Winthrop Hospital in Mineola. I've been to that hospital. Okay. Dr. Prisada is one of the many physicians across the country treating patients with this. Now there are 215. It's becoming an epidemic, she said. Something is wrong. Uh Patients who are otherwise healthy in their late teens and 20s are coming into the emergency room with shortness of breath after several days of vomiting, fatigue, and ending up on ventilators, and some have died. On Friday, the CDC issued a warning to teenagers and and consumers telling them to stop buying, and that's the article that I I will just talk about this now, too, to stop buying bootleg Mm. and street cannabis and Mm. e-cigarette products. Oh, wow. And to stop modifying devices to vape adulterated substances. What is this vaping? Mm -hmm. Vaping works Mm -hmm. by heating liquid and turning it into steam to be inhaled. Mm -hmm. Broadly speaking, e-cigarettes are considered less harmful than traditional cigarettes, which work through the combination of tobacco that sends thousands of chemicals, many carcinogenic, into the lungs. But vaping has its own problems, and this is why I understand how it's working to make these people sick. Mm-hmm. Nicotine, or THC, the high inducing chemical in marijuana, is mixed with solvents that dissolve and deliver the drugs. So the solvents or oils heat up during aerosolization to become a vapor. Right. But some oil droplets may be left over as the liquid cooks back. And so you, what you do is you are inhaling oil and you get what we used to call in the old days a lipid pneumonia, which is almost invariably fatal. So how would people in the old days get a lipid? Well, they would be industrial accidents. Or the what? The people kerosene stuff. Kerosene or lamps. people coming from factories where there were oil containing things, things and okay. there might have been explosions that they got oil in their lungs. Mm -hmm. It was something that we knew even when I was a resident that you couldn't treat. Inhaling oil into your lungs is extremely dangerous behavior that could result in death, said Thomas Eisenberg, who studies vaping at Virginia Commonwealth. Oh, wow. That is probably the biggest message that we can get out there. Mm. Many vaping ingredients are not listed. Vitamin E oil, that's Mm. an oil, Mm. has been a common substance associated with a severe and sudden respiratory problem. It's not known how it's used. But see, some people, I remember when I had a knee surgery, mm-hmm. I would open up the vitamin E capsules and rub them on the uh, scar. Uh, so it's an oil yes. within that capsule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So Dr. Scott Gottlieb, the former commissioner of the FDA, said he suspected a link to illicit products, perhaps related to ingredients, including THC, because the main manufacturers of e-cigarettes had not suddenly altered their ingredients on a wide scale. So like anything, people are selling bootleg products. Mm. The outbreaks have created a crisis for two emerging industries, e-cigarettes and legal cannabis, which is what we're dealing with now. You know, Mm -hmm. they have pitched themselves to be beneficial to public health. E-cigarette supporters consider the technology a safer alternative. And the medical marijuana people, obviously, they've got like 20 some reasons to use medical marijuana. 
The main thing is that they're trying to tell people, use the legitimate ones that are made by the manufacturers that you know by not buying it off somebody on the street. We've run all those tests looking for bacteria and viruses, and it just comes up negative. So that's what they, it's kind of like the diagnosis of exclusion. Okay. There was this case where the patient was in the 20s and a heavy cigarette user who had also vaped THC. This was in Salt Lake City. She later consulted with two dozen hospitals around the state. Oh, this is the doctor. She was consulting her, the doctor for this 20-year-old was consulting people around the state because she had this 20-year-old who came in with these symptoms. Uh And so everybody started to share information like it was when when AIDS started to come along. People called other doctors and said, hey, I've got this patient who's gay and he's got these, he's immunocompromised. And then they started to share information. And this is how they've come up with this. So 215 Mm -hmm. cases of this to date. That's a lot, ain't it? That's a lot. So where is it going? The Vapor Technology Association... I didn't know there was an association called it. Okay. <laughs> the Vapor Technology Association and e-cigarette and vaping industry trade group asked public officials to thoroughly investigate the circumstances which might have led to each reported hospitalization before making statements to the public as to whether certain products are implicated. Of course they're going to say that. Yes. Of course they're going to say they're that. They're going to say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's benefiting? That's it. They ain't going to take that stuff off that fast. Who, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so bottom line is, for everyone, yeah. uh, vaping is out there. It's causing some kind of, the jury is still not completely in, um, and the jury is still out on the absolute cause of this, but there certainly seems to be some product or something that's involved with this that's causing severe lung disease and and they're not talking about getting lung transplants or any of that. It's happening so fast that people are dying. Yeah, so there's not time to do any lung transplants. So, yeah, so be careful. You just can't buy things off the street. You know, it's just like anything else. With the opioid crisis, people were buying bad drugs off the street. You know, yes. they're mixing this, these opioids with fentanyl and um, this elephant tranquilizer. tranquilizer. Yeah. So, yeah, people, I don't, you know, it's just crazy. I know. They just want to get that next high. Right, and then people want to sell to the gullible Correct. folk. Make money. And make Who's money. Benefiting? The whole vaping, yeah, that became for the young, that's like a young folk cool thing. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, with the yeah. e-cigarettes. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, so they're not doing the, the real cigarette, right. but they're vaping. And, right. it, and it was said to be safe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I guess not. No, not with death. That ain't safe. No, that's is not it? safe. <laughs> <laughs> that's you awful. know. You tell me something that I'm using as part of something that's death. No, no, that's not I'm safe. Not, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, that's I'm crazy. Out. Out. But it seemed like it just happened. It did just happen. So yeah, something changed yeah. with how they were doing yeah. stuff. Something changed. Yeah, something changed. Yep. They'll figure it out. Yep. Though. They'll figure it out. Well, today we talk about research articles and hot topics that we think are worth looking at and talking about. And our topic today is what's new, hot topics number 50. And so our first article says exercise may be an extra benefit to people with heart disease. This you can find on our website, Vickido Fitness, and it was written by Health Day News. And it says regular exercise benefits heart disease patients more than healthy people, according to a new study. It found that while stepping up physical activity reduced the risk of death for people with and without heart disease, those with heart disease had the greatest benefit. The more they exercised, the more their risk dropped. The study included nearly 442,000 people in South Korea who were followed for six years. 
They were older than 40, the average age 60, and about one-third had heart disease. We found that approximately half of the people in the study did not reach the recommended level of leisure time, physical activity, and a quarter had a totally sedentary lifestyle. People with cardiovascular disease had lower levels of physical activity than those without. But the more exercise people did, the lower their risk of death during the six years of follow-up. And this was said by the leader, Dr. Sang-woo Hyung, a cardiologist at Seoul National University in South Korea. By the end of the follow-up period, researchers found that for every 500 met minutes a week of physical activity they logged, the risk of death dropped 14% in heart disease patients and by 7% in others. Met minutes per week. Met means metabolic equivalent. And so that's the task minutes per week. And it's a measure of physical activity. And 500 met minutes per week represents the recommendation for healthy adults of all ages, but we are said and recommended for these guys to get at least 150 minutes a week of moderate or 75 minutes a week of vigorous physical activity or an equivalent combination. And that's for, that's a recommendation for healthy adults. Now, among people without heart disease, those who were inactive had a 27% higher risk of death than those with the most physical activity. That's 1,500 met minutes per week or more, or the equivalent of brisk walking for 30 minutes, five times a week, plus climbing hills for 2.5 hours a week. Now, those who did up to 499 met minutes per week of exercise had an 8% higher risk of death than those with the highest amounts of physical activity. So among heart disease patients, the greatest reduction in death risk was seen in those who did up to the 499 minutes per week. But the risk continued to fall for those who did more. Compared to people without heart disease who did the most exercise, the risk of death was 87% higher among heart disease patients who did not exercise. 45% higher among heart disease patients who did up to 499 uh, minutes per week and 14% higher among heart disease patients who did 1,000 minutes per week or more. Now, this study was presented Sunday at the annual, this past Sunday at the annual uh, meeting of the European Society of Cardiology in Paris and published the same day in the European Heart Journal. Dr. Jung said in a meeting news release, the main new finding of this study is that people with cardiovascular disease benefit from a physically active lifestyle to a greater extent than healthy people without cardiovascular disease. So that's really all what that is saying. That's why it's always important. And they still have, you know, I don't know. When I was doing cardiac rehab and doing studies and all that, we found that it was very interesting that cardiologists themselves do not Mm -mm. refer their heart patients to 
right. cardiac rehab. Right. It's like, okay, now what's up with that? Right. Exactly. What makes cardiac rehab so special is that it not only has a person doing exercise, mm-hmm. but it ha- they have classes that they have to go to. Right. And the classes talks about, you know, doing your medication. It talks about eating, all of those things. And then it sets you up with a routine mm-hmm. of coming in and exercising. Mm-hmm. And those folks that, you know, go through that program, they always have better health outcomes after they go through their heart Mm -hmm. crisis. Mm -hmm. So I definitely believe that, yeah, exercising, if you have heart disease, is the most important thing. No question. Yeah, no question. What's the next article? It says well, the gym. Ooh. This is gross. <laughs> this it's, is near and dear to me because I'm a gym rat. Have and then you're a bacteria and a specialist. Bac- and a bacteria specialist. <laughs> Your gym is teeming with invisible members, germs. Here's how to avoid them. Came out in Washington Post. Mm-hmm. After swimming one day at a neighborhood recreation center, Allison Goldstein noticed that the walls in the shower were starting to buckle. It looked like a giant air bubble. And what she saw on the back when she looked on the back was this brown and black sludge. Well, granted, this is an extremely visual example of the grossness that can occur in gyms, but out of sight shouldn't be out of mind when it comes to working out in public places. Studies have found that that surfaces of treadmills, weight machines, and other gym equipment are teeming with bacteria and infectious agents. So here's how to lower your exposure to most dangerous and prevalent germs without freaking out, Uh like I do when I see this. Bench presses and bacteria. If asked where you're most likely to encounter infectious agents such as staph, which is responsible for a lot of fatal infections, or salmonella, you would probably think the public bathroom, hospital, or kitchens. You might be surprised to learn just how many germs are in the gym. Consider research published in 2014 on fitness centers in Memphis. Staph bacteria was found on the surfaces of every piece of equipment. Free weights, weight machines, ellipticals, stationary bites, treadmills. 25 different bacteria were found in four gyms. In 2019, a study in 16 gyms in Northeast Ohio, this is some Kent State stuff, focused on one strain of of staph bacteria, staph aureus, and its variant, MRSA. Mm-hmm. MRSA, which is resistant to antibiotics and is estimated to result in 11,000 deaths a year in the United States. Of 288 samples taken in the gyms, 38% contain staph, aureus, medicine balls, 62%, CrossFit boxes, 62%, weight plates, 56%, treadmills, 50%, were the most common surfaces to carry it. Toilet handles had the lowest, 18%. So how does bacterial presence in the gym compare with other public settings? So do you know this Mark Dahlman? That's I what I, I was These rates are potentially higher on mm-hmm. par with most surface contamination, says Mark Dahlman mm-hmm. of, of Kent, Kent State, State University. He's a leading researcher. Mm-hmm. One reason, staff and other bacteria, that's true. They love a warm, moist environment, and they're hardy, and they'll stay around for a while. Mm-hmm. Combine that with the ability to withstand what researchers call high saline environments and the rest of us call pools of sweat, it's not even surprising that bacteria like to hang out in gyms. So if this makes you want to swear off gyms for good, here's a little perspective. We are a symbiont of bacteria, fungi, and, and human cells. They all hang out together. So we yes. call, we're colonized, as, as you would say, yes. with these bacteria. Mm-hmm. And it's only when somebody becomes immunocompromised that it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. So although a 2006 study found viruses on almost two-thirds of hand contact surfaces in a military gym, most were rhinoviruses, which causes the common cold. Mm-hmm. And they found that rhinovirus placed on a surface in a 50% 
and humidity environments can begin to disappear within minutes. Combine that with the fact that rhinovirus is usually transmitted person to person and your chance of catching a cold at the gym is low. Although the high prevalence of bacteria in gyms certainly suggests the possibility of widespread infection, there are no data showing a direct cause, but it's just, it's a, you know, you look at it and you think there's, a ca- there's some causal relationship. Mm-hmm. Researchers have found a suggestive relationship between gyms and infection. For example, after an outbreak of MRSA in rural Alaska in 2000, a study found that infected people were three times as likely to use a MRSA-colonized sauna than healthy people. Mm. The association was strong because more than 60% of the skin infected Infections were below the waist. Interestingly enough, that's what I tell people, 20% were in the buttocks. And MRSA infections are generally arms, legs, and the buttocks. That's why you've got to use, when you scrub people down prior to surgery, you've got to get all those areas. So here's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. In the sauna, sit on a clean towel and wear sandals to lower your exposure to others' drip sweat. Mm -hmm. Yuck. Opt for a dry, low-humidity sauna. How not just go to the sauna? Right. (laughs) The infected ones in the Alaska studies were the traditional steam baths, Mm -hmm. and that's why I don't like steam baths. Mm -hmm. Saunas heated by wood or electricity provide a less favorable environment. Mm -hmm. So this owner of a place in Maine encourages his patrons to use a hand sanitizer near the entranceway. We have that at our gym. Yeah, and they're round, Um, but most people don't do that. They use it. They don't do um, that. They also talk about, you know, wearing... Another thing, I, I don't know if it's in this article, mm-hmm. but another thing that I encourage is wearing shoes, mm-hmm. you know, to avoid getting fungal infections, mm-hmm. um, which they talk about. Yeah, they talk about here with fungal infections that tinea pedis or athlete's foot, which is prevalent and so infectious. Mm-hmm. So teamwork. All of these recommendations work best in a well-maintained gym. You want to ensure that the facility is minimizing the bacterial load to reduce the possibility of transmitting a potential antibiotic-resistant bacterium. So I'm really, I'm dead on the gyms that I go to and making sure that, mm-hmm. you know, and then one of the things they were using recently, it was they, they had switched from the individual hand wipes to using the same cloth to clean. And I was like, no, no, what sense no, does that make? No. no, they finally got rid of that. Oh, I'm like, good. you guys know I had to pull, I had to pull rank. That just doesn't, using the same cloth. Yeah, but they have guidelines. No. You know, if you go right to my cabinet, they have a guide, the yeah. guidelines for ACSM, yes. and it talks about the, these um, facilities and how you set it up with all the way down mm-hmm. to the measurement, how mm-hmm. the how the equipment supposed mm-hmm. to be in lined in the room, the measurements mm-hmm. between, but also the sanitation right. for that, right. for right. all of these things, right. for swimming pool, yep. all the way down to right. the temperature that's right. supposed to be exactly. for the, the water. Exactly, yep. Because yep. that's an issue, too. Yes, that. it is. Yep, it is. Warm water. And those those hot tubs that spread pseudomonas folliculitis, mm-hmm. you got to be careful about that. Yeah. So yep. it's something. It it's is. a whole, it's, when you set up a, a gym and all that, it's a it's a network. It is. It is. And you, you got to, it's a lot of rules and regulations and policies. It is. But the, the one for folks that are going in the gym just wipe the wipe the thing it's off. It's not too much to ask. I wipe them before. I do if too. I get, if I get on the treadmill, I, I wipe down before, I do then get on, then I wipe after. I do as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's something. All yeah. those germs, we can't get away from them germs. Well, fortunately, I'll have a job. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. Our next article is a primer, and it's talking about whole grains, what they are, why they're important, and how to find them. This was written in the Washington Post, and it's really given a guideline, I'll go through them briefly, about 
why whole grains are important and what are whole grains, right? Mm -hmm. So the government has been promoting whole grains as part of a healthy diet since the 2000 Dietary Guidelines for Americans. But a study from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention suggests that we aren't following that advice. In fact, we're consuming less than half of the recommended amount of whole grains, which can be found in foods such as brown rice, Mm -hmm. whole wheat bread, and even popcorn because of the fiber that's in the popcorn. According to the Department of Health and Human Services Dietary Guidelines for 2015 to 20,000, adults should consume six servings of grains daily, at least 50% of which should be made up of whole grains. The recent CDC report reveals, however, that whole grains are just 15.8% of total grain intake for the average American adults. So what are whole grains and how can Americans get more of them? So what are whole grains? Well, grains include oak, wheat, rice, barley, rye, bulgur, buckwheat. I found out that buckwheat is gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So for, for those folks that have gluten issues like I do, yeah, some of these, you can still get your whole grain without doing whole wheat. So those are some of the examples. Quinoa, we we talk about that. Mm -hmm. Millet. So those are some of the examples. They are gluten-free. So you still can have your whole grain because a lot of folks think that when they talk about whole grain, they're just talking about wheat and Mm -hmm. and rye Mm -hmm. and barley, but Mm -hmm. no. And they think, you know, some people think that if you are gluten intolerant, you can't do whole grains, Mm -hmm. but yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, so most of the products in grocery stores, however, and we're talking about bread, pasta, white rice, bagels, cookies, and pastries are made of refined grains rather than the whole grains. Refined grains are grains in which the bran and germ have been removed to help extend shelf life and vary the texture and flavor. And this was said by Hogan, a registered dietitian and clinical nutrition and wellness manager of Mount Sinai's Dubin what, Breast Center mm-hmm. of the Tisch Cancer Institute. So the downside is that by removing the bran and germ, processing also removes most of the fiber and nutrients found in a grain. Bran, for example, is rich in fiber. It has um, B vitamins and antioxidants. The germ is loaded with vitamins, minerals, proteins, and phytochemicals, or plant-based nutrients such as phenolic and flavonoids. The endosperm contains starchy carbs with only a little bit of nutrient content, and that's what most of those refined processed Mm -hmm. um, grains have. Consuming whole grains is a good way to ensure that you are getting fiber and important nutrients that support countless body processes that regulate your day-to-day function. And this was said by Jessica Corden, who's a registered dietitian. She's also an integrative nutrition coach. Fiber keeps you fuller. This is important for longer so that you don't overeat. Fiber also lowers the risk of long-term health conditions such as cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, and obesity. 
Fiber found in whole grains, especially soluble fiber, has been shown to reduce cholesterol levels by increasing excretion of cholesterol from the body. And this was said by Hogan. It also slows down digestion to help keep blood sugar steady and helps keep bowels moving regularly. Whole grains contain thiamine, niacin, and riboflavin. These are critical to metabolism. They help the body use the energy found in protein, fat, and carbs. Folate and another B vitamin assist the body in building new red blood cells. This nutrient is especially important for pregnant women or women trying to become pregnant, reducing the risk of some birth defects. Phytochemicals, many of which are antioxidants, they are abundant in whole grains. They fight inflammation. Research has shown that whole grain intake can reduce the risk of death from inflammatory diseases. But when it comes to heart disease and cancer, whole grains are what this article says, no slouches. A 2016 BMJ, what is that, British Medical Medical Journal, meta-analysis claimed there's evidence that eating whole grains can lead to a reduced risk of coronary heart disease, cardiovascular disease, and total cancer, and mortality from all causes, respiratory disease, infectious diseases, diabetes, and all non-cardiovascular, non-cancer causes. That's a lot. That is. It's usually best to try to get the vitamins and minerals you need by eating whole grains rather than taking the supplements or consuming products fortified with these nutrients. That's why it's important that we have a well-balanced, nutrient-dense diet. Many whole grains are rich in fiber, vitamins, minerals, and phytonutrients, as well as low in sugar and saturated fat. So they're a good choice. So let's look at some of the choices right quick. Let's see. We got wheat, as we saw. We have rice. Now, when you look at rice, you want to skip the white rice, Mm -hmm. which is the rice grain without its whole, the bran, or the germ. Though brown rice is the typical color of whole grain rice, but there you have black. You've seen some Mm -hmm. black rice. Mm -hmm. You've seen the red and purple Mm -hmm. Those are examples of whole grain mm-hmm. rice, okay? Corn. Corn is technically known, and this was said by Hogan, corn is technically both known as a vegetable and grain. So that's good to get corn. Corn on the cob is good. The grain that is dried kernel, you can do that, which is the popcorn. Popcorn. We never think of popcorn Mm-mm. as a whole grain, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. Just don't put a whole bunch of butter and all exactly. that kind of and and salt. <laughs> right. But it's a whole grain, right? Right. And you can purchase cornmeal, grits, corn cakes, and tortillas. But you, when you look at that, you also have to make sure that it's whole grain corn mm-hmm. or whole grain cornmeal. Mm-hmm. So you definitely got to read the labels for that. Oaks, we always say oaks are great, right? Mm -hmm. They're healthier. They are the steel cut and the rolled oaks are the healthier or the healthy whole grain options because, you know, that's processed. Exactly. And they put, um, you know, sugar and stuff in Mm -hmm. it. It's best to definitely get the steel cut or the rolled oaks and then, you know, cook it on your own. 
They're the healthiest option. And then if you want to sweeten it, you put a little bit of cinnamon. Mm -hmm. All of that to say is that consuming more home cooked meals can help balance your grain intake. The department, the agriculture department recommends that adults have at least six one ounce servings of grains a day. And it's not difficult. It's not difficult because a serving size is about a slice of bread or a half cup of grains. So if you aim for three servings of whole grains daily and limit the refined grains like ripe bread, pasta, baked goods, and so forth to three servings a day or less, you will be fine. And this was said by Jambalis, who is a registered dietitian. And so what they're asking us to do, and she said it very nicely, instead of not eating these grains, pasta, bread, all that, replace them with the right whole grains. Right. And she also says that we should follow more of a plant-based diet. This, by the way, can absolutely include animal products. You can still do your animal products, but just have more plants than anything else. Start slow by opting for whole grain versions of the crackers and the high fiber whole grain meal, Mm -hmm. cereal, and do the whole wheat breads and pasta if you do that. Then as you get used to it, you can branch out and cook with a new grain. We like quinoa here, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Farro. I like farro too. Mm -hmm. You can also use these grains in different ways. They're delicious in salads, stir fry, and more. Folks, yes, you do have to concentrate on getting your whole grain it's doable. Don't be getting now. Don't be having a whole day a whole grain either. <laughs> no, you can't do that either. Everything has to no. be balanced. Moderation. Stay away from those breads that are refined. And processed foods. That's it. Yeah. Our last article, which mm-hmm. is kind of something that I've thought about for a long time, and I'm glad to see that now there, there's data to support it. Every year, hundreds of thousands of obese Americans undergo weight loss surgery in a last-ditch effort to shed pounds. But a new study suggests that bariatric surgery may have other significant health benefits, cutting the overall risk of serious cardiovascular events and premature death. The study published in JAMA this past Monday is not definitive, though it compared the long-term outcomes of about 2,300 bariatric patients with some 11,000 closely matched patients who Mm. didn't have surgery. Mm -hmm. It was an observational study, not a randomized controlled trial of the kind that is considered gold standard. But the findings were so striking that an editorial accompanying the paper suggests that weight loss surgery rather than medication should be the preferred treatment for type 2 diabetes. And I've always said this. The new information here is the ability of bariatric surgery to control macrovascular events like strokes, heart attacks, heart failure, and kidney disease, not just improve weight and diabetes control, said Dr. Livingstone, the um, editorial's author. A bariatric surgeon himself, Dr. Livingstone, said he had long been known as a curmudgeon who was reluctant to make claims about the long-term health benefits of weight loss surgery. This is the first time I'm publicly saying, you know what, this may be a better way to go. And I've said that because it cures Mm -hmm. diabetes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But other scientists were less certain, and even the study's authors said the findings must be confirmed in clinical trials that randomly assign patients to have surgery or continue with their care. This study needs to be taken with a grain of salt, said Dr. David Nathan, who's director of Diabetes Center and Clinical Research at Mass General, Mm -hmm. professor at Harvard. He wasn't involved in the study. It will be interpreted as, you see, the surgery reduces heart disease. 
he said. But it, it doesn't show that. Well, that's not what they're trying to show, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in some respects, but for me, the main thing is diabetes because mm-hmm. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. A similar observational study last year that compared 5,000 obese patients with type 2 diabetes who had bariatric surgery mm-hmm. with 14,000 patients who served as controls also found improved outcomes in patients who underwent the operation. Both Nathan and Livingston said the comparisons between patients who had surgery and those who do not were flawed because people who elect to undergo weight loss surgery are in many ways different from those who do not. Surgical patients are highly motivated and healthy enough that surgeons do not turn them away. That's true. Mm-hmm. The results of the study, known as the bariatric surgery and sometimes the metabolic surgery, were presented Monday at the European Society of Cardiology Congress in Paris. The study was at the Cleveland Clinic and was partly funded by Medtronic. <laughs> There it is. (laughs) My enthusiasm just wanes. Mm -hmm. A study that makes medical equipment used in weight loss surgery. (laughs) The researchers first combed through electronic medical records to identify 2,200 patients with obesity and type 2 diabetes who had undergone one of four types of weight loss surgery at the Cleveland Clinic. The majority of patients had undergone gastric bypass or sleeve gastrectomy, while a number had adjustable gastric banding or duodenal switch procedure. The scientists then identified 11,000 controls with obesity and diabetes to compare, five times the number of surgery patients, although the researchers made an effort to match the control patients closely to the surgery patients. There were differences between the groups. The control groups were slightly older and had double the smoking rates. The surgery patients were slightly heavier to begin with and had slightly higher blood pressures and high cholesterol. The main question the scientists sought to answer was whether those who had surgery were less likely to experience death or one of five major complications associated with obesity and diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, heart failure, atrial fibrillation, and kidney disease. So the investigators found that over a period of eight years, 30% of patients who had weight loss surgery either died or developed one of the conditions compared with 47% who did not have surgery or a 40% reduction. Surgery patients were also 41% less likely to die of any cause during the study period. 10% died compared with 17% of the patients who did not. So Dr. Steve Nissen, and he's a pretty significant researcher Mm -hmm. at the Cleveland Clinic. He's the chief academic officer of the Heart and Vascular Institute at Cleveland Clinic. He used to be head of cardiology. Mm -hmm. These differences are astonishing, said Dr. Neeson. We Mm -hmm. struggled to make small incremental improvements in cardiovascular mortality. And here's an eight-year trial where the magnitude and absolute reduction are very large. Patients who had metabolic surgery also lost an average of 15% more weight than those who did not. They had lower blood sugar levels. They needed less meds to control diabetes and less insulin after operation than the comparison group and required fewer drugs to control blood pressure and cholesterol. The sustained weight loss means you've taken away the burden on the heart of pumping blood to a large body mass. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ali Amenian of surgery, who was the study's lead author, said the next project would be carried out in a randomized controlled clinical trial, which is what it should be, mm-hmm. that assigns similar patients either to weight loss or to regular care. Over one-third of Americans have obesity, which is closely linked to type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. The vast majority of people with type 2 diabetes die of heart disease. One other, I want to just mention one caveat. And Al Roker just came out day before yesterday, and I was wondering, because, you know, he's been getting dogged by, by the Jillian girl yeah, about yeah. his keto diet. 
he had that weight loss surgery. He gained his weight back. Mm -hmm. So the caveat that I have about the weight loss surgery, yeah, I'm all for it because it cures diabetes. I cannot tell you the countless number of people who have eaten their way back. Yeah. So it's got to be a lifestyle change. It's not a panacea. Yes, they you try to get teach, up. They try to teach that. And with you're that supposed to have packet. big time of counseling and all that stuff before. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Yeah. If people love to eat, they, they love, love to, to eat. eat. I know. And that's the big problem with this weight loss surgery thing is that so many of them, I see so many of them in the hospital that have gained the weight back and then some. I know. So it's a good article. The next article will be a randomized control trial. Yeah. So what's the, the tiff between Al Roker and the Julian? She says that he's been using cheating methods to lose weight, like bariatric surgery and the keto diet, and that they're not that healthy, especially the keto diet is not that healthy. And I guess he called her out and, you know, was saying that it has helped him. And, you know, that's the, that's the tiff that she says he's used cheating ways. And as a person that's on the television trying to convince people how to lose weight and so forth, that she's not in favor of the things that he's done. And he's used the keto thing she feels is a fad. And it's, plus the fact he's used this pill. It's the induce, Atkins diet, this, really. But he's also been using this pill mm -hmm. that creates ketosis. And that's another problem that she has using some medicinal something too, because you know ketosis is not that good on your kidneys. Mm -mm. I I would say you know with the keto because people always ask about you know that was the Atkins diet. Mm -hmm. No people were exactly talk about. But if you want to be healthy keto, because right. see we still don't want to have once once they have these diets they have you eating all this meat and it, all this yeah. bacon and right. all right. But you can't do that. No. Mm -mm. But if you want to jumpstart, we always yeah, say I'm lean a, and clean. Yeah, I'm right. Exactly. That's a exactly. nice, healthy piece of salmon and yes. maybe some spinach. Exactly. Exactly. People do things to stay healthy or not. Yeah, they do. And um, like I said, you know, the weight loss surgery is not a panacea, but I have just been amazed when it works that people are just off of their medication, particularly diabetes. So, yeah. At the end of the day, everybody is individualized. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Well, Dee, this ends our show. Do you have some tips? I don't know. I, I like think? the grain article. Yes. I okay. really like that. That's something that's doable. It's not expensive. Mm -hmm. It's a way to change your lifestyle change mm -hmm. and explore with different types of... Um, I had a really good farro salad the other day, which mm -hmm. was really good. So explore some of these new whole, whole grains. grains. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And replace. We want you to get right. rid of the refined, but exactly. replace it. Mm -hmm with the healthy whole grain, with the fiber. That's really the key. Exactly. The fiber. And as always, for more information, go to our website, www.vikidofitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, tweet us, email us, go on Facebook, and share with us your thoughts. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com. <laughs>